0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So Salba have officially announced their new name and it's steak. So no Salba then whatsoever. Yeah, okay. If you recall my original video about the FIA entry list being announced and the Salba name being revealed in its entirety, you know, which we all thought that Salba would get a last hurrah for the last couple of years, and we didn't get that, we got this abomination of stake F1 team kick Salba. Naturally, people weren't too happy about that. And then the team sort of noticed this on social media and sort of backpedaled a little bit by going in this statement, Oops, we weren't ready to announce our real name, but don't you worry. The most exciting team identity this team has ever seen is coming and cooking up a feast. Okay, are they going to just be a little bit cheeky and poke fun at themselves with the name and that it's similar to steak and we'll see Valtteri Bottas cooking some steaks with his bum out like he likes to do? Well, no, we didn't get that. We did get a truncated name, but now there's no Sabre in it whatsoever. It's just Stake F1 Team. And this is just another example of this team and their representative, whose name I can't be bothered to remember, just going, this is going to be a really exciting period for our team. And we can't wait to show you this little surprise. But no, it's just something that people really don't care about. I guess it doesn't really matter since it's all about money. And my little theory that this is a bit of a plan B backup plan in case Audi get cold feet, like with Porsche and Red Bull, and they pull out. So Salba's going to need some kind of investment. And uh, I guess online crypto gambling was it. Yeah, a platform which is unavailable at quite a few of the Grand Prix this season, including the Australian, the Belgian, the Dutch Grand Prix, to name a few. It can't be fully used in the American markets and in the Middle East, where quite a lot of the F1 races are, it begins and ends in the Middle East. They're only just starting to relax very slowly what you can do in the online casino space. And it's just it's a little bit slow. And by the time Audi comes in, I don't see them partnering up with Stake. I think it'll be just too much too soon. And not to mention, there's not the consideration about how are they going to be conveying themselves with journalists who are very integral into how the team are expressed amongst social media. Because a lot of the F1 aggregator websites and the news sites, they just call them Sauber. They don't call them Steak, unless it's to say Sauber have announced their new name lately and it's Steak F1 team and that's it. And what are the journalists going to do? What can they call it? Can they call them Steak? I don't think they can. Because for the longest time, they didn't really call them Steak when they were Alfa Romeo lead sponsor. And Andrew Benson, one of the senior editors of BBC's F1 coverage, was having a bit of an existential crisis about whether they could call them that and having to refer to the BBC sponsorship guidelines. They got to take into consideration what the BBC can say because they do report Formula One. And this is what the sponsorship guidelines say. Sponsorship by advertisers in the following categories must be approved in advance by a senior editorial figure. And that includes betting, gaming, gambling, casinos and lotteries. The editor has to consider whether it will bring the BBC into disrepute and whether or not it's appropriate to actually bring it to people's awareness. So they're just saying that BBC will probably just call them Salba, as will pretty much the majority of journalistic outlets. So all of this money is being pumped into the team for the sake that it probably might not be covered as they had intended, which you could easily counter, Will your cigarette companies are like that because you get mclaren with british american tobacco and marlborough for the longest time with ferrari and most of the f1 grid in the 90s yeah i do get that but you could easily just push that to the side because it wasn't the name of the team ferrari could get away with it because they're just well, Ferrari, there's no getting around it unless you just go, well, they're based in Hinville. It's Sauber. Let's just call them Sauber just to be safe. And everyone in F1 knows that it's called Sauber. And all the newcomers will just go, oh, well, it's called Sauber then. I, I guess they're called Sauber then. So uh, I think this is a lot of money being dropped for no absolutely sensical reason. But OK, what does the team representative have to say? The one whose name I cannot remember. He basically says that last season represented the start of Stake's journey in Formula One, and the brand's new role headlining Stake F1 team represents the natural and exciting next step on this path. Okay, and also providing you some money, since Alfa Romeo isn't providing you that. Steak not only successfully tapped into Formula One's growing fanbase to enhance its own community, but also introduced a completely new audience to the sport, something that benefited not only our team, but also everyone else in F1. Did it, though? Because social media outlets have been saying that F1's been dwindling, because it's not as exciting as it was in 2021 and 2022. So, okay. But I suppose they're kind of going for the fact that, well, F1's still a big audience and nobody knew who stake was. I do get that. People are aware. And you do see that with quite a few sponsors in Formula 1 that I didn't know that they existed. Am I going to be using their services? Well, not necessarily. But it just feels like such a sad end to the Salba legacy that they're having to resort to online betting casinos to try and get their money. It just, it doesn't really feel like Formula One, you know? And yes, I know that a lot of places do make bets on Formula One and the outcomes of things, as we all keep saying. Or well, what are the odds that Max Verstappen might not win a Grand Prix? But it just feels like a really sad end to the Salba team who have been able to weather the storm. And to say that Stake is the most exciting prospect for this team in all of their history is a bit of a middle finger towards the likes of Sauber and Alfa Romeo themselves, because these are very prestigious companies within the automotive sector, which is a lot more relevant to the Formula One sphere. BMW? Oh, that wasn't exciting at all. I would say that was pretty exciting. Managing to get into bed with the people who were in cahoots with Williams for the longest time, and then actually get a win for the team, their only win in Formula One history... And they were extremely competitive, BMW Sauber. For the longest time, they were really good. They were still good in 2009. They were up there as being at the top of the midfield consistently. And then when BMW did pull out, then just being Salba in their own right for a couple of seasons, that was exciting as well that they were able to make anything work at all. And being competitive and bringing the likes of Kamui Kobayashi and Sergio Perez into relevancy within Formula One. That was a pretty exciting era in their history, I would say. Especially the time when Sauber were in close links with Ferrari. That was a quite exciting time as well. And a lot of their privateer time as Alfa Romeo, it was... Somewhat exciting in the sense that we did see the likes of Charles Leclerc making their debut. But what the point is, this entire thing, is that it's not necessarily about the sponsor because not many people care about the sponsors. It's mainly about who's driving the car. And as we saw, Robert Kubica, one year after he had his tragic accident in 2007 at the Canadian Grand Prix, he got the win the following year. That was a tour de force. Nick Heidfeld, who was the nearly man, managing to get his dues and finding a really consistently good team and being able to go up against the likes of Ferrari and McLaren. BMW Sauber were the only other team that could consistently, that year in 2007, keep up with them. That was a really exciting period. That's what matters in Formula One, not who is your brand ambassador and whether the team can actually get higher than ninth place. Because Stake is all about brand awareness and what they are trying to get out of Formula 1. And they're not getting that right now because this season, their first season in Formula 1, was the team's most anonymous season ever. And I think they're aware of that because Valtteri Bottas, Zhou Guan Yu, they were able to capitalize on the team and this brand new start with a CEO and this Aluni Bravo? Is his name? I don't know. But... You just felt like the team were absolutely entirely unexistent. At least with Haas, they were there. How Nico Hülkenberg was their only saving grace. With Alfa Romeo in 2023, they may as well not have been there because they just weren't doing anything. And this is going completely against what Andrea Stella was able to do at McLaren right from the get-go. He was a tour de force, like I say again, at McLaren. They managed to have a pretty decent season in his first year as the team principal. Now, though, as the first season in Alfa Romeo... This was a very, very unfortunate year for them. And Salba have had these years before. I'm not sure whether or not this was the right thing to do for State to really go in ham on this and becoming the actual team name for them. Because Salba, they can have really bad years. And 2016, remember, it was down to good old Felipe Nasser from stopping mana outscoring them. Mana. Yeah, that 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 was quite that was quite a big deal. I'm not really seeing what stakes trying to get out of this team other than the fact that, well, it's cheap and they are pretty desperate for some advertising and trying to survive before Audi comes in. So why don't we make a quick buck or something? But I suppose the only saving grace that I can really see aside from the fact that they missed out on Nico Hulkenberg was the fact that we might get a somewhat decent livery with kick's representation and we might get this situation where at these places where stake is forbidden from actually representing themselves entirely they'll just call themselves the kick f1 team and we might have an entirely black and light fluorescent green livery which is somewhat appealing. That's the only hope, that we can actually go full circle and Salba's initially black livery might get a reappearance with some light green twinges or something like that. But the point is, is that this name is just completely, completely uninspiring. And their whole marketing push just comes off as Desperate, They're trying to drum up hype in something that not many people are realistically getting so hype about, that they're resorting to brand ambassadors to try and get some appeal from them in a time where we have seen the likes of FTX and Mercedes get a lot of blowback. And Mercedes still get a lot of flack as well to this day as to why they were supporting that kind of company. And I can easily see these types of entities collapsing spectacularly in the next couple of years as the entire market matures. And I don't know whether or not this will be something that they're aware of, or maybe they are aware of, and they're just making hay while the sun shines. It's just going entirely in the face of what Salba is meant to stand for, and that we thought we were going to have two more years of Salba. This was the last time we were going to see them. They could end on a high note, maybe getting the likes of Nico Hülkenberg and supposedly Esteban Ocon, in a way, he's been rumored to be there, to try and get some last bit of glory for this privateer team before they become a full works team at Audi. That would be an exciting era in their history. But no, it just seems like, well, this was their last chance and they were just giving anybody who wanted it the chance to put their name on the car. And this is just a worrying trend that it's becoming like with stadiums, that you're just getting sponsors naming it. And then people don't care about the sponsors or journalists can't necessarily advertise the sponsors because it goes against product placement policies or ethics with sponsorship and guidelines. So they'll just call it the privateer team anyway. So it just seems like Stake are just pouring in so much money into this team and they can't fully utilize the team because journalistic outlets can't publicize gambling sites. And that's just a bit backwards. Or do they even care? Do they even care? Really? Is it just a case of like, well, we'll just do it anyway because it's better than nothing. Well that's all I've got to say about that regard. And I know it's a bit of a slow news day and a uh, happy new year, folks. Start as <laughs> we need to go on. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it, and until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye.